1: Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Jared, here with Andrew as always. We are continuing our discussion of all the countries on the 2020 World Watch list. We've
0: made our way to the number 22 country, Turkmenistan, and we're going to talk about what life in Turkmenistan is like during the era of supreme happiness.
1: Yes, era of supreme happiness is the title that the Turkmen government has adopted for their current mandate. We're going to see if that supreme happiness is really the case for everyone in Turkmenistan. But we'll get to that in a minute. Let's back up and see why Turkmenistan is ranked number 22 on the countries where it is the most dangerous to live as a Christian.
0: Well, for starters, Turkmenistan is a dictatorial regime. It was originally part of the Soviet Union, but after the Union collapsed, a cult of personality grew up around the first Turkmen president, President Niyazov. He created official books on how Turkmen people should live, put up statues of himself, renamed the months of the year, and more. It created a society that had incredibly strict expectations of its citizens.
1: Yeah, now in 2006, President Niyazov died and a new president was appointed. I'm going to do my best to pronounce his name. I I do apologize uh, if and when I I get this wrong. The new president's name is... Gurbangali Burdimuhamedov, I would like to refer to him as President B moving forward, Mm -hmm. for simplicity's sake. Now, when President B came to power, uh, he began to dismantle that cult of personality uh, that had grown up around President Niyazov and began replacing it with one of his own. So President B is now a fixture of Turkmen culture. Uh, He is a staple on television. There's photos of him around the capital city. Uh, Supposedly, he's skilled in everything from writing books to driving race cars to singing. He took the title Arkadog, which in Turkmen means uh, patron or protector. And in 2012, his government announced the beginning of a new era, which they called the Era of Supreme Happiness.
0: The point is, President B is the father figure, the protector, the one that the citizens are supposed to
1: look up to. So... What kind of situation does that create for Christians in Turkmenistan?
0: Well, we mentioned earlier that there are strict expectations for Turkmen citizens. And though over the years, those expectations have changed. There's still a lot of pressure to conform, including uh, to conform in religion. To be Turkmen is to be Muslim. Christianity is alien. It's simply not part of, um, of this homogeneous Turkmen culture that is expected. Officially, there is freedom of religion, but in practice, that means it's, it's not really there. Uh, it means places of worship have to register with the government. And only the only religions that are approved are Sunni Muslim and occasionally Russian Orthodox churches. Right.
1: Very rarely are, are Protestant churches able to register, and so meeting is usually very dangerous. So I want to talk about a pastor in Turkmenistan. His name is Mahmud. He is the pastor of a Protestant church, one of the only Protestant churches in Turkmenistan to have been able to get that needed registration to meet and worship. But that doesn't mean that holding church is easy. You see, even when you can meet, there are restrictions on things like language. So preaching the gospel in Turkmen is considered to be proselytizing and is therefore forbidden. So a pastor like Mahmud has to choose between doing his church services in a language like Russian or breaking the law and doing them in Turkmen, which, of course, is the language that will reach the most people. It gets even more
0: difficult when you leave the urban areas and go to the rural locations, where the population is mostly ethnic Turkmen. Again, to be Turkmen is to be Muslim, and so in these places, Christianity faces even more obstacles. Mahmoud knows of many pastors in rural Turkmenistan who want to share Jesus with their neighbors, but they just don't have
1: the needed permit to hold the church. One pastor said, My church tries to meet together every Sunday, but it's often impossible. We meet in home groups. One or two of us go to a village and visit the Christians at home. But the social control is great, and many people are keeping their faith a secret. They don't dare to have contact with other Christians.
0: One interesting way that uh, some Christians work around the restrictions is by simply telling stories about Jesus. Uh, That same pastor said, Sometimes we go to the homes of Christians, and there are Muslim relatives present, Uh, during the talk. And so in the Turkmen culture, uh, it's a culture of storytelling. People like to listen, even to stories about Jesus. And so uh, they know about him from Islam, but for them, he's a prophet. Uh, This ends up providing an opportunity to tell people
1: the gospel in a way. uh, In this way, some people are coming to faith. But opportunities like that don't make up for the fear that overpowers a lot of Turkmen Christians. Even in Mahmoud's church, despite people showing up to worship and to greet each other, there is this feeling that with constant checks from security services, if they say something wrong, there could be trouble for them. Mahmoud is
0: faced with the difficulty of how to lead a church in a country where innumerable rules and regulations paralyze the land. And so the message that he promotes is one of freedom found in Christ. He says, today is the day to become reconciled with God. We will grant you, he will grant you forgiveness because of what the Lord Jesus did on Gogotha. We are no longer bound to things here on earth. The work has been done. There is freedom
1: in Christ. So we're going to take a moment and pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan. We're going to pray for the believers who are forced to live in fear. We'll pray that the message of joy and freedom that Christ brings will give comfort to these Christians.
0: Pray that the government will lessen the rules and restrictions and that more worship permits
1: will be granted to churches. And we'll pray that more Christians will be able to get the necessary training to become pastors and that current pastors like Mahmud will be able to lead their congregations with courage.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, let's pray together. Father God, we lift up to you our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan today. God, we thank you for their faithfulness. We thank you for their courage. We thank you for their boldness. God, you understand the situations that they're facing. God, you know the fear that cripples and paralyzes some of our brothers and sisters. And we pray today, God, that they would not have a spirit of fear. But God, that they would have a spirit of love, power, and of sound mind, God, just as your word says. God, I pray that you would strengthen our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan today. God, I pray that they would find joy and freedom in Christ God, I pray that you would allow more churches to uh, get the permits they need to meet together. I pray you would give creative ideas and ways to to meet and and do church without realizing that church is happening. God, I pray, Father, that uh, the body of Christ would meet together and would encourage another daily, even as long as it is called today, just as your word says. And God, we pray for pastors and leaders. We pray that more would get discipled more would get trained and uh, brought up to lead churches, to lead home groups, to lead more people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. God, we pray for Mahmood and other pastors. God, may they have courage and boldness to lead their churches and to lead them well. God, we pray you would strengthen our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan today. In your name we
1: pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of World Watch Weekly. We hope you'll be back with us next week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this. Leave us a review and make sure to follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click Prayer.